praise. Father, we thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it this morning. Good morning, family. Good morning. Hallelujah. RMI family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just thank you this morning, Father, that we are yet in another uh, another day. We are in the land of the living, and we just love you. And we thank you. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but we're excited about what Father is about to do in the midst of his people. We want you uh, to uh, just welcome all of you all. Oh, we bless you. We thank you. We glorify you. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We bless your name. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. We just encourage you just to begin to open up your mouth and lift up the name of Jesus. For there is no name higher than his. Oh, Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, God. We bless you this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, Rayana Basika, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we are careful to give you all the glory, careful to give you all the praise, for there is absolutely none like you. We marvel in your presence, for in your presence is fullness of joy. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That you are moving in the midst of your people. God, that you are moving, you are having your way this morning, oh God. Oh, Father, we just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, this morning. Hallelujah, that we stand in the gap this morning. Father, as we pray, Lord God, as we pray for our nation, as we pray for the world, we thank you, Lord God, that we make supplication. We prayer and intercession, Lord God. We give thanks for all the people of this great nation, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, that our leaders will live a peaceable life unto you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we love you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that you would move that you would move, you would have your way, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord, hallelujah, just for your restoring power, Lord God. Hallelujah, for your redeeming power. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. You said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
And so this morning, we thank you, Lord, that we have been redeemed, oh God. We are redeemed. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, that you, we we decree and declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Lord God, that we are the head and not the tail, that we're above and not beneath, oh God. We thank you this morning that we are established in your righteousness, oh God. And oppression is far from us, oh God. We thank you, Lord, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds this morning. So, Father, we go into the spiritual realm this morning and we pull down everything, everything that's not like you. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we walk in the, uh, we take the shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart of the enemy this morning, oh God. Father, we thank you that, Lord God, that we, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we stand in this day, in this evil day, having our loins girded about with truth, oh God. We have on the breastplate of righteousness, Lord God. Our feet are shod with the gospel of peace. Father, we take the shield of faith and we are covered with the helmet of salvation. We use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have been delivered from the power of darkness and and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. Father God, we thank you this morning that we tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt us, oh God. Nothing shall hurt us. We thank you this morning that we do not have a spirit of fear, but we have a spirit of power, dunamis, love and a sound mind. Father, we love you this morning. Father, we thank you and we give you glory. Glory. And Father, we just want to welcome everyone to the early morning hour of power with us, Pastor and Prophets Michael and Tommy Bryan of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our ministry, and our mission is to restore, renew, and refresh you, the sons of God, with the word of God. So what you hear this morning is not going to be our opinion, but it's going to be the word. And remember, ladies, when I say sons, has nothing to do with gender, has everything to do with covenant, birthright, relationship with father elohim so come on just begin to give god praise high glory just sending this out to all the peeps share the broadcast please make sure that you let your people know that there is a word of encouragement that's that is going out right now in jesus mighty name come on now lift your hands give god some praise amen amen come on now he's worthy he's worthy Come on, he's worthy of your praise. He's worthy. Come on, he's worthy of your praise. Amen, amen. Glory, glory. So, once again, I want to welcome everyone for joining us. Amen, amen. Listen, we uh, the Lord has something awesome for you this morning. And uh, also, we're going to be doing communion also this this week. So listen, get your, your cracker, your bread, your tortilla, your uh, uh, your cracker, or your your juice, your water, your drink, what, what, uh, whatever it is. And we are going to be doing communion this morning. Amen and amen. amen. So listen, we just want to welcome everyone. And uh, wow, 
so much stuff going on in the world, in the earth. But the Bible says that we're in the world, but not of it. So let's go to the word. Uh, let's get prepared for communion. Let's get ready to worship the Lord in our in our sowing. So that way we can be in alignment with God. Amen. So now remember, we've been we've been in this teaching that 5782 or 2022 is the season that we are replanted. You are replanted in the mountain of your inheritance. So when we understand that God created us, when he created us, he already had everything set up. Okay. Let's try it again. And my wife gets a tea on. Amen. He already had everything, every resource, everything to take care of you. When he created you, that it was already not only in the plan, but it was all it was already with you planted in your ground, in your mountain of inheritance at creation. Oh, are we gonna be silent today? <laughs> I'm still okay. trying to wake up. Okay, okay. I'm sorry for all y'all daylight savings time. People's, um, you know, it, listen, I know that the clocks moves forward, uh, except if you're in certain states like Arizona and, and like some other places. But listen, understand, this is the time. To, let's just focus in on the time that we are in right now as we as as we even get get prepared for doing communion this morning. Amen. So now last week we were in this area about the times and seasons, how God, when he created us, he, 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 he put us in our ground. We were in the ground. That's what we talked about that creative explosion. Remember that? Oh my gosh. Listen, when God creates Creation starts in the mind of God. Now, the world science tries to call it Big Big Bang Bang Theory. Now, it was an explosion, but it was... Sorry. Somebody just pray. You know, we're going to point our hands for energy this morning, waking up. Amen. But listen, it wasn't an explosion out of nowhere. It was an explosion of purpose. Because when God said, when he looked at the earth and the universe and it was void, it didn't look like heaven. Okay. Remember, in the Bible, it talks about John John the Baptist's disciples coming to Jesus and intermingling with Jesus' disciples. And then the disciples Asked Jesus, can you teach us how to pray? How John taught his disciples how to pray. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus, now listen, this prayer, this prayer covers anything and everything you'll need. It starts off our father, meaning we weren't praying to a God. We were praying to our covenant birthright relationship with father Elohim. He is God, but he is the father. He says, our father, 
who art in heaven. Good morning, Jasmine Candles. Good morning. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. So when God at creation and everything was dark and void, it didn't look like heaven. He said, everything around me must look like heaven looks. Maybe I can get an amen out of Jasmine Candles because I can't get an amen right here up in the studio. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. When God created, it was a creative explosion. Okay, it was a creative explosion. Someone type, I'm a son. And it's time to explode. Come on. I'm a son and it's time to explode. Because if we are created in God's image, when we use our mind like God used his mind, it should begin to explode. Creation should begin to explode all around us. Oh, come on now. Woo, glory. Come on. Come on. Come on. So he said, give me this day my daily bread. Okay, but he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Were you looking up something right there? So I'm looking at this prayer. So we're in Matthew 6, uh, Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 9, when you're talking about the, the prayer. Mm -hmm. And so our Father who art, who is in heaven, hallowed, hallowed. What does hallowed mean? Sacred. Again, not everybody knows that. Okay. So... That was all I had to say. <laughs> but look at what it says. No, look at what it says. So hallowed means to render, acknowledge, or to be venerable. What does venerable mean? Or hallowed. So sacred. Okay. It's separate from profane things and dedicated to God. What? Dedicated to God. Okay. Dedicated to, to, uh, to cleanse externally, to purify by exhibition, expiation, whatever that means, free from the guilt of sin. Oh, wait a minute. I think we talked about that last week about being God conscious and not sin conscious. To purify internally, ooh, by the renewing of the soul. So that means, now listen. Oh, oh no, I want you to keep that right there. To purify, listen, internally. Wow. By the renewing of your mind. So when Paul said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, what he's really saying is when you align your mind with the mind of God, it begins to purify you from the inside out. So our father who, who is in heaven, hallowed. And so when we come before the Lord, we there there's there's like this this purging, there's this cleansing, there's mm -hmm. this sanctification when you when we come before the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, we can come as we are, but you can't you won't stay the same. You won't leave the same way if you if you come right. Right. You you won't stay the same. Mm -hmm. So so sometimes people are like, "Well, I can't come into God's presence. I can't, I can't, I can't serve God because my life is not right. And they have it all wrong. Well, see, here's the thing. 
They want to try to fix everything before they can come to God. If God wanted everything to be fixed before we came to him, no one would ever get saved. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, come on now. Jesus, listen, Jesus didn't wait until the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the ones who wrongfully had him locked up and accused him. He didn't wait for them to repent. He forgave them before any, come on now, we're trying to, come on, we're trying to mm. put this, how God thinks about us. Mm. This is why when we repent, and I remember back in the old days going to churches, you know, and seeing this, see, look, look, almost every week, go up there, go up there to the altar. Okay. You ain't got to get saved every week. Or you ain't got to wait until the altar is open in the building. You can repent at home. You can repent right now. This is why we're going to do communion this morning. God wants to change our thinking so our internal inner workings, because remember, the kingdom of heaven is in you. Wow. See? So when we understand that when Jesus died, it was to explode tradition. It was to, oh my God, he, he exploded religion and tradition on the cross. He said, get me out of this little ark. Get me from behind this thick veil. The Bible says when he died, when he gave up the ghost, that the curtain that was that was housing, that the ark of the covenant was behind, it ripped from the top all the way down, signifying that the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, was released into the earth. So could it be that God is doing the same thing in terms of, because he came to get rid of the religion, the traditions of man. That's right. And 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 I I I believe that God is going through and he's cleansing mm -hmm. and he's getting rid of all the the all the things that we thought that were church. The he he's 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 getting rid of all that. He's yep. he's exposing. It's yep. because we've made what is the Bible said the traditions of man make the word, the word of God unaffected or of a none effect. And so what we know as church, what we know as, as certain traditions, certain things that we do, you know, certain God is, God is, he's, it's like, he's exposing all of that and saying, okay, this, this is not, this is not worshiping me. This mm. is not living your life for me. That's why I think, I mean, I know um, I was watching a man of God and I, I don't know where he got his statistics from, but he's saying there's so many people that are breaking away and leaving the church. The organized, what they call it. Right. Organized, organized religion. Like our young people don't, it, it's like we're a bunch of hypocrites, they think. Mm -hmm. You know, because they see you, you say one thing, but you're, you're not accepting of people. You don't love people. That doesn't mean that we're not walking in righteousness and holiness. But all of this bitterness, all this evil, all this anger. I think sometimes the church people are some of the most unhappy, anger, angry, bitter people. And God is saying, that's not my way. Because God is a God of love. He is love. The Bible says God is love. If we are rejecting 
people hmm. were not walking in the love of God. Yeah. And I'm speaking this to pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, whomever you are. Fivefold ministry. Fivefold ministry. Because the Bible says judgment starts at the house of God first. If you are not receiving yes. all the souls. Mm. Oh, okay, y'all see now. There it is right there. If you're not receiving, Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The, the body is not giving people rest and peace because we are rejecting the ones that God is trying to send to us because we don't like how they look. We don't like their lifestyle. We don't like the place where they came up from, what their pocketbooks look like. Can they give a tithe and an offering? Come on now, can they give to the building fund? Oh, come on now, let's be real today. We're going we gonna to break this with communion today because we're going to break the back of religion. Jesus, listen, why do you think Jesus never taught in the temple? Wow. Listen, how glory, body of Christ. He went to the byways. He back. said a, a doctor is not needed ah, when the people are healed. No, doctors are needed where they're sick. And doctors need to go where the sick people are. How glory. Hmm. Wow. How glory. See, we want. Oh, oh see. I, I was listening to a man of God and he was saying like, first of all, I think the church, we're so late in so much stuff. You know, we, we should be like ahead of the game, but we're late tech, technologically. Mm -hmm. You know, we're late because one of the uh, man, things that the man of God was saying is that the, 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 um, the field the uh the the field where you go and get the souls is changed mm -hmm. right you know he talked about how there used to be you know when we had the revivals there was tent revivals right you would go find a certain part of the city right put a big tent right and you would have revivals there and, and people would come to where you are but because of where we're at, do you see tent revivals? You know, COVID's kind of, you know, he talked about all of these different avenues or environments that were created, you know, where where souls could, could be reached, right? <clears throat> well, we're on one of the biggest uh, fields, technology. And because there are many people of God don't want, they resisting the very they place. They don't want to change. Right. They're resisting the very place where, where people are and we're, we're behind the times. And so what I think it's, it's almost like God is exposing so much showing and we're so behind. See, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. He loves his people. That's right. He, he, and he will do whatever he can to to reach his people you know like you I, that's a really interesting point that you don't see all throughout the bible that he that that jesus went to the building the temple he was out where the people were right jesus destroyed the concept of the temple wow let me just say it like this wow fivefold ministry please hear me mm. i'm speaking right now as the prophet look but oh, listen. Listen. Okay, well, go ahead. 
Jesus destroyed the concept. God's purpose was never to be put in a box. The ark was a box trying to hold God hostage. In the beginning, God came down and fellowship with us freely. Wow. Okay? And because of what Adam disobeyed in the garden, God had to get the Holy Ghost and the kingdom back into the earth through wise... This is, listen, listen, listen. The Bible says this, men and women of God, okay? I know you know the word. It says, go out into all the world, not the building, and preach and teach the gospel. It also says, and I'm very, I'm very careful because I listen. The Bible says this. It doesn't say go to a building. It says, don't forsake the fellowship of one another. It, that, that does not mean don't forsake going to your building and your address. Fellowship means to celebrate. You're having celebratory time with one another, eating and breaking bread. This is why, okay, Jesus didn't have, it wasn't the last supper. He was having the feast of Passover with his friends and his disciples celebrating the remembering of being delivered from Egypt. So then, so, so have we taken out of context again, we're, we're not against buildings. We're not saying that at all because there's a, there's <coughs> a, a, a coming together, but, but where is God at? Right. And, and, and so have, has the church then caused the building to become a form of uh, idol worship because the original intent of us coming together was to fellowship, was to break bread. You know, when we come together, there's a healing. And so have we taken that whole thing out of context and it caused this, this real Cause this tradition and religion to come forth. Let's read what Michelle is saying. Read a grip. It's, she says that the programmatic services are not intimate uh, mm, opportunities to, to connect with God. Not genuine becomes a show. She also says people want true. Mm, she's preaching this morning. People want the true intimacy with God. And that is what is needed in these last days. God is looking at the heart. That's, she just prophesied right there. So even people last, are the intimate. See, even last week when the Lord brung out creative explosions, when you understand that God created us in his image and after his likeness. So God, God likes intimacy. God, relationship. He he's all about relationship. Wow. Because when Adam wasn't where they fellowship normally, mm -hmm. the first thing he did was, Adam, where yeah. are you? Right. Because it's our time. It's our time wow. that we know. This is why this is why Abraham became the father of many nations because Abraham had a consistent 
time with God. So our time. So as Michelle is saying that people want the intimacy, that intimacy, because the Bible says that he will give us the desires of our heart. Mm -hmm. And so when we really begin to understand what our heart is desiring, mm -hmm. we're desiring this intimacy. We're not desiring, as Michelle says, the show, mm -hmm. this big show that, that is, that, that oftentimes happens in the huge churches because people have lost that intimacy well it's like this L let's just be real the desire in our heart is to connect with god our whole life we're trying exactly. to find we're trying to find wow that's what that this, love we're trying to find about. so instead wow. of finding god we try to put and connect with things that have nothing to do with that God. That we think this represents is, God. Well, this form of godliness. That, that thinks that's going to bring us the intimacy and the connection. When and it because it's ah, not God. So until we connect with God, ah, we stay empty because God is the only one that can fill that void. And so sometimes people go to these big facilities to hide. Right. Instead and, there, of, and there's no real, as, as I mean, Michelle prophesied right there. People want the intimacy of God. And it's hard to be intimate with God when you're lost in this, this, this uh, uh, um, minutia of masses of people. It's hard to be intimate. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so God is exposing that. Mm -hmm. Because God said, look, okay. And, and just let me say just like this, okay? God will destroy anything that tries to come in between him wow. and our intimacy. Wow. So if it's a building, wow. he'll keep it closed. Wow. If it's a person, it'll be destroyed. Wow. Good, bad, or indifferent. Listen, men and women of God. Wow. Our job as the fivefold is to point people to the Father. Right. Jesus never pointed anyone to himself. Right. He said, go to the Father in my name, but even Jesus doesn't come in between that relationship. Right, He's just the connector. Hey, hey Father, in the name of Jesus, hey, hey, I'm here. It's our time. And so, back in the early church, didn't they? They didn't. You, I, that was. I'm. I'm still stuck on the point that you said that Jesus wasn't going to the temples. No, he never did because. And so even back then, those temples became idols, right? No. And so what were people doing? They were going from house to house, breaking bread. They were having, they were, so as Michelle says, they were creating these spaces of intimacy and in uh, spaces of environments where God would show up because of the desire that people had to be intimate and to get to know their God. Well, here's the key, okay? When you understand this, why was Jesus' ministry so effective? I don't know. Why was his ministry so effective? Because, first of all, because he was a direct extension of the Father, okay? He, he was the Son of God and the Son of Man. When he came, the first thing that he did was love people. He net listen. Nowhere in the Bible do you see Jesus judging people for their faults, sins, or, or shortcomings. You, uh, he, he always says, look, just go and sin no more. Come unto me. Hey, 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 don't you, don't you, run, don't you run those children off? 
get, bring the children here. And he began to lay hands wow. on them. Peter, feed the people. Wait a minute, Jesus. We only got 200-something bucks up in the offering plate. I didn't ask you all that. If you love the people, you find a way to feed them. Oh, come on now. Wow. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. See, pastors, the fivefold, are supposed to be feeding. It isn't about, listen. Now, praise God. Buildings, I'm not talking against buildings and things like that. Yeah, make that very plain. But anytime, listen, anytime your building budget is bigger than the budget in the house to help the people mm. in their homes, in their bills, in their food, there's something wrong. It's a imbalance. Mm -hmm. And God says an imbalance or something, an unjust weight is an abomination unto God. So we have to understand God created the fivefold to be covenant connected with him. So, hey, 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 listen. And we know there are schemers out there. There are all people that would try to take advantage of a ministry that's standing up. We know that. Okay, but the bottom line, a ministry's number one job is to love God's people. And God shows his love by demonstrating his power. So Jesus sometimes fed people. Jesus sometimes healed people. Jesus sometimes um, rose people from the dead. That was that was the showing of the love of the father by demonstrating the power of God. Amen. Yeah. So. One thing that just keeps sticking with me that God is desiring intimacy. I mean, and Michelle brought it out. People want true intimacy and that desire for intimacy has been placed there for, by the father. Mm -hmm. He, this is a season where God is bringing forth the int. He is restoring almost. He is it, restoring. It, yeah. The intimacy. The seeking, you know, there, there's such a hunger. I don't know about you, but there, I just want God. I mm -hmm. want God. Mm -hmm. I can't have God if I don't love his people. That's right. And so, so I can't be intimate if I don't, if I don't really open up my heart. I mean, I know that it's almost like a, a surgery that, 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 you know, that God is taking place in the, in, in us and he's causing us to desire the truth. You mm -hmm. shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. And I believe that there's a strategic hunger for, for the intimacy as Michelle, I, I can't get off of that, that intimacy of God. The intimacy, the realness, right? The realness, not all the rules and the regulation. Am I, yes, God is a God of righteousness. He's a God of holiness, you know? But I think God is, is, is causing us to stop and sit. You know, even as, as the corona is out there, things are subsiding, but yet we cannot go back the same... The, Doing the same stuff. Let me say it like this. Because you mentioned something about the the law and things like that. Listen. I meant what? You mentioned something about the the rules. Right. Okay. God created Ten Commandments. Yeah. Listen, let's let's just be real. 
Okay. God created 10. And Jesus said, if you do the first two, it'll take care of the other eight. So should we look at that? Go ahead. <laughs> so love God with all your heart, which is, which is number one. Love God with all your heart and all your might and all your strength. Then it says, love thy neighbor as you love thyself. We're, Exodus chapter 20. Okay, come on. We're teaching ministry, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So, so now she said she wasn't going to talk this much this morning. Whatever. <laughs> it's always, you know. <laughs> Exodus, uh, I believe it's Exodus chapter 20. We're talking about the intimacy of God. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> so, so now let's just, let's just take a look at this because here's, you know, it's, you understand God's way of doing things. Okay. First of all, the enemy has, has put seeds of deception into the world and the body of Christ, thinking of that there's all these rules and regulations that God doesn't want us to have fun. God doesn't want us to live. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life. Right. That you might have it more abundantly. Okay. Here's, here's the key to life. Now, remember, the only reason why... God had to give the Ten Commandments was because of what Adam did in the garden and then what Cain did when he killed Abel. Right. Because he had to put everything back in order. Okay? The instructions of God is to put everything back in alignment and order with his kingdom. Remember, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So in Exodus chapter 20, it says in verse 2, it says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Okay? So, the people of God, because they were enslaved up under taskmasters, they were given instructions and rules how to live in Egypt. So, God had to come and transform them with, look, get rid of all that way of living. Let me show you how to live in 10 easy steps. One. I am the Lord thy God, which brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. Number one, you should have no, no other gods before me. You shall make, uh, you, you shall not make any images. You shall not bow down. Okay. And this, let me see. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So here it is right here. Okay. Because these were all, and, and I, he didn't number one through 10. We, we put them together as one through 10, okay? So you should not have, you should have no other gods before me. You shall not make any graven images, okay? You shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, okay? Exodus chapter 20. I know, but you're jumping all around. Well, we, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm reading it as it's reading, okay? Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother that your days might be long. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet thy neighbor's house or, or anything in thy neighbor's place, okay? So Jesus comes back. In his, in his ministry, 
okay? When they ask him a question and they say, what are the greatest commandments? Okay, and, I, and I'm going to take us over here just so that way we can get this in the New Testament also. <laughs> okay. I think it's Luke chapter 18. I think the greatest commandment. Hold on here. Matthew 22. Love the Lord with all your heart. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Hold on here. Matthew what? 22? Uh-huh. Verse 36. Okay. Okay. We're going to go there. Matthew 22. Let's go here. Verse what, 36? Yes, through 40. Did you break your mouse? You broke it. Whatever. Okay, here we go. Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 through 40. Okay, so it says in verse 36, Master, which is the greatest... Which is the great commandment in the law or the Torah? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your uh, soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest. And the second mm. is like unto it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay. So in other words, he says, if you do these two, you won't do the other. Because listen, because God created us in his image, God is in us. So he's saying, wait a minute, if you love the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, okay, you're not going to hurt anyone else and you're not going to hurt yourself, okay? So the king, this 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 intimacy with God that you've been, uh, that, that uh, Michelle Sister Michelle started and that we've been connecting, okay? Come on now, Michelle, she's preaching in there. <laughs> I just got through doing a paper on Maslow's hierarchy. We, uh, we can talk about that. Okay. Because that's a very good question. Okay. So, but when you love, first of all, the father with everything and then love your neighbor as much as you love God, because remember, God is within us. You love your neighbor as yourself. Okay. So it says here. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. That's powerful. So that means you think more about others than yourself. That's the way God thinks. Okay. Do you want me? So in the Amplified Bible, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36, it reads, 
teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. Okay, that's the very first. You need to love God with everything in you. This is the first and greatest covenant, because as you said, if you love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, with your body, with everything, you are going to keep the other commandments. That's right. Then he goes on and says, the second is is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So first, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? right. First, love God with everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then love your neighbor as yourself. So if you don't love yourself, you can't love your neighbor. That's right. You don't know how to love your neighbor. But this is why you got to love God first, because God is love. Right. Mm. Right. And so you shall love the, your neighbor as yourself. That is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. Then in verse 40 in the Amplifies, it says the whole law and the writings of the prophet depend on these two commandments. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, wait, let me read that again. The whole law. And that word law in the Greek yeah. is Torah, which means the word of God, because everything was written in, right. in scrolls. So the whole law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two. Okay. So now, to answer. Did she we, have a question? No, because she, she makes a statement about Genesis 128. She well, says, first of all, can we read what she said has? Oh, go ahead. I was going there. No, I mean everything that she was saying. I was going there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because she mentions Maslow's hierarchy. Okay. Right. Meet the needs of the individual first before yes. you teach. Okay. And let's, in layman's terms, what it means is people will receive your preaching if you'll take care of their need. If someone's hungry, Jesus said, don't if someone comes and asks for a loaf of bread, don't turn them away hungry and just pray for them. They're not going to receive your prayer. Feed them. Then they'll listen to your prayer. Right. Okay, that's what Maslow's hierarchy is based that's on. That's what Michelle's saying. So meet the needs of the people first. Then, then she says, is Genesis 128 his first commandment to man? Um, he tells us how to live and what our purpose is. Okay. Genesis, if we are doing this command, then we are able to meet the needs of the world, meet the needs of our fellow man. No, this is not a command. This is our innate purpose. Okay. This is our, he is, he is showing us our, our God nature that we're supposed to um, operate in on earth. He says, and God blessed them, which means puts his supernatural power on them and said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over fish, fowl, over every living thing that creepeth upon the earth. See, this has nothing to do with loving man. Okay, this has everything to do with just fulfilling our our, our purpose. Amen? So... This is about filling. Genesis 128 was, here's our purpose. Here's what he created us. He, he was showing us his God nature in us. Because as you notice, it, has, it doesn't say anything about man in there. Blessed, be fruitful, multiply, 
replenish, dominate. This is your king nature, okay? Your God nature, okay? What? Okay, I, I, I thought that you had this. I thought that you had something else to. Uh, well, because what are you? So what are you saying? I she don't... said, "Is is his first commandment to man? Is it Genesis one twenty eight? No, because that's not a commandment. That's just who we are. This is th this is how he created us. Okay. Okay. So the command after we forget who we are and what our real purpose is, now we had to come back and reteach it. Okay. Look, love me. And then love everybody else around you. And you'll be able to get anything done that you need to get done. Are you giving me that look, Prophet? Do you differ? No. Okay. I just wanted to. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Today. Intimacy with God. Intimacy with God. So she's saying it's Genesis 1 to his first commandment to man. He tells us how to live and what our purpose is. If we're doing this commandment, then we're able to meet the needs of our fellow man. So you're saying that that's not a commandment? That's not a commandment. It's who we are. Okay. Adam just Adam just began acting who he was. So because he says God blessed him and said, be fruitful and increase in number. Well. So you don't think it's a commandment? It's not. That's everything that God creates mm -hmm. multiplies. Okay. Because remember, it's a seed. Okay. Everything that God created, He created as a seed. So we're gonna have to go ahead. Is this gonna start an argument? No. no. Okay. Well, let's go here. Okay. Because as you notice, He does not talk about dealing with mankind. He talks about the things. And how we're supposed to act and take care of the things that he put in the earth for our enjoyment, which is the the fruit, the plants, the, the fish, and all this other stuff. Okay. I think we need to go to seminary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but... When you understand intimacy with God, mm -hmm. when you read the four Gospels, you'll read where Jesus spent time by himself with the Father, being intimate with the Father. He went on the mountain to pray. Mm -hmm. He went by himself to pray. He, okay. And then every now and then he would bring his those uh, three disciples with him to kind of show them, hey, this is what I do. Now you teach. Now you do this, and then you start teaching others how to do this. But hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Mm -hmm. Teach us how to be intimate. Okay. Here's, here's how intimacy begins. Start with understanding that he's your father. He's not just God. Okay. I believe that the father wanted to reestablish father relationship more so than a supreme being relationship. Oh my God, Pastor Tanya, do you? you what? <laughs> you say, say what you're going to say. Go ahead. Nothing. I just had to look up what a commandment is. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I mean, again, it says a divine rule. Mm -hmm. 
It just says a divine rule. So, it's, And what else? Especially one of the, the Ten Commandments. So, so, <clears throat> so that's where I'm like, okay, could that have been one of the first divine rules that God gave us to, to love uh, in Genesis 126 or 128? Okay. Let's but whatever. Go. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm just. No, no, no. Because obviously if you are bringing this up, someone else might have the same thought. When you read Genesis 126, okay, through 28, let's go back and let's take a look at it. Because the Bible says, with all you're getting, get understanding. Uh, exactly. Okay. So that way we, I can get that smile off your face. I can smile. <laughs> I have grown, man. Because you're, you're doing that facial expression toward <laughs> me, like, prophet, I think you need to go back and rethink that. Okay. <laughs> I, so I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. But no, but let's read it. I'm just, okay. ask, I'm just. Let's read it. Let's read I love it. it. Because that's what we do. We're a teaching ministry here. Yeah. We don't just say, this is it, and whatever. Right. Right. We rightly divide the word of God right. to get an understanding. Mm -hmm. So let's so, read the word of God. Okay, well, let's read that the says, word of God. Verse 26, and God said, let us make man, how? In our image. In our image and after our likeness. In other words, mm -hmm. he's going to look like us and he's going to act like us. Okay? And let them have what? Dominion. Okay. The dominion represents the, the God in nature. The rule authority. No. The dominion means rule or in authority, right? But he wasn't doing it so that way it would be a representation of, listen, of being dominant. It was his God nature. But when you look at what dominant L means. Ruling authority over what? Right, that's all I'm saying. But ruling over authority because he never gave us ruling authority over man. Right, over the fish. Even, but he said, let them have rule or let them be in authority yes. over the fish, over the fowl, right. over the cattle, over all the earth, even the bugs and the creeping things upon the earth. So God created man now in his own image. Right. In the image of Elohim created he him, male and female created he them, and God. So now, here where God puts his put that nature on mankind, and God blessed them, blessed supernatural empowerment on your life to prosper and be successful. So when you understand that he had to put a spiritual nature on God that that on man, that man would be able to walk in that nature on earth. So God blessed them and God said, let them, uh, send to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion over everything that we created. Okay. Then he said, and God saw everything that he created and he saw that it was good. Okay. So. So that's not a commandment. It's, it's, it's not a commandment. He was, he He's was saying, showing them, he was speaking to himself and saying, because you're inside of me, because he's speaking to himself, uh, because you're inside of me, what's on you on the inside is going to be on you when I take you outside of me and put you in your ground of dominion, which is the earth realm. And I'm going to be with you. Why? Because you came out of me and I'm putting myself the blessing on you so we can have this continual connection. So he's saying, just be. Just this be. Is, this is not a rule. That's this, right. You just. This is just who you are. Mm. You are gods. Yeah. You are little G's. You are a offspring of me. 
Yeah. Okay. And this is how I rule. This is how I operate. And and I think it's important mm -hmm. that you question God's word. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to question. You you have to. Could the difference be instructions? Come on, I love it. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's have a conversation. But let's do this. That's very good. Very good, good statement. Jasmine yes. Candles off of Instagram. Yeah, says, I love it. Could the difference be 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 instruction versus rule? Ah, come on now. You now, gotta dig into the word. I now love listen. It. Yes. Listen. Here's the key. Miss Jasmine Candles, very good. Because yeah. when you understand how Last God shot. is, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Yeah. It doesn't force himself on us. That's right. Because God created us with a will. We have choices. Okay. We can make choices, right? So now, here's the key. The key is, Jesus said this. He says, if you love me. Ah, Keep my, my command. Oh wow! Okay, so now. Wow. Okay. Wait. If, if you love me, if you love me, uh, don't tell me that you love me, and don't do what I instruct you to do. Wow. See, anytime. Okay, and I'm gonna use you, because right now, my wife, she has, she has fully engulfed herself in her purpose of becoming. A master, a master degree counselor and all that good stuff. A master of social work. Master of social work and counseling or whatever. Okay. Now, here's the key. God would not let her get away from her purpose. Hmm. Okay, come on. Come on now. We say we love God. How come you're not doing what I told you to do? Hmm. Okay, come on now. See, Jesus... Father and the Holy Ghost, they love us so much that they will not let us rest until we are in direct alignment with purpose. Oh, my gosh. Woo, glory. Mm. See, oh, my God. See, here's the, here's the key. This is why Jesus said, if you do the first two commandments, yeah. it takes care of everything. Because if you love God with everything... And then love mankind like you love yourself. You won't do any other mess. Okay. Listen. This is good. If you love God. That's in John chapter 14, verse 15. Okay. Now, now listen, because all that whole chapter talks about let the word of God abide in you and yeah. abide in see, see, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you will do all these things. Mm. If you continue in my word, yeah. okay, then all these things will happen. And that then speaks to the intimacy that Michelle's talking about. See, that this, intimacy. This is why we need a daily encounter with ah. God and the word to know how to live. Wow. Why? Because here's the thing, okay. Our paperback Bible mm -hmm. is a written down <laughs> set of instructions. We don't even have. We're, we're I always, do. It's on my. I know. It's, 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 we're, it's on my we're, altar. We're 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 trying to stay with the time, right? And right. Understand. So when you understand that when God commanded Moses, wow, write down what I'm telling you. Write the vision and make it plain. Why did he say that? Mm, write the vision, make it plain. Because, oh, oh okay. He that here's here's yes. the key. Let's get spiritual. Let's get supernatural, okay? 
God created everything by what he spoke. Yeah. So the innate nature of God that created explosion was in every word that he spoke. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. So every word that God spoke was a creative explosion. Little bombs. Russia. So God put 10 little bombs yes. on paper, on stone tablets, because there was no paper That's yet. Right. That's right. He says, I want to make sure that this never gets destroyed. That this never gets uh, uh, gets erased. Yeah. Because why? He used his own finger. Yes. Not, oh, not a pencil that can be erased. Ah. Not a pen that can fade. Mm. He used his finger, an extension of his mouth, mm -hmm. on the on the tablet, and he said, "Look, I'm gonna write in the very material that I created for you to live on, and I want you listen now. Every time." You say what I already said, you're going to cause a re-explosion ah. of creation in you. Whoa, somebody. So when he begins to say, Moses, write this down, write it down. Then, then Habakkuk comes back and says, write the vision down, make it plain. So he that read it, can run with it. He said, write it on tablets, write it on tables. Go ahead. No, I'm trying to, because there's a scripture that talks about the law of God is written in our hearts. Oh, um, I'm trying to find that, but keep going with what you're saying. So every time. Okay. So now let me just make this plain as we get ready for community. Come on now. Oh, this is okay. Go ahead. Every time we re-speak we, Jesus always said, verily, verily. Again, I say unto you, every time we, with our mouth, speak what God is saying, our voice, our mouth becomes the mouth of God, the voice of God, and re-explodes it, re-attaches the power of, oh my gosh, are you getting this? Come on now, are you getting this? You have to read it up in... Huh? What did you see that? I'm just because you talked about God wrote. Yeah, he wrote it. He but wrote it. The word is also in our heart, right? Right. And it talks about in the Bible. See, this is what we call rightly dividing the word. <laughs> so yeah. it's in, I want to look at the new revised. Dent. It's written on your hearts, right? Yeah. So in Romans chapter two, when Gentiles who do not possess the Chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. When Gentiles who do not possess the law do instinctively what the law requires, these, though not having the law, are a, are a law to themselves. Verse 15. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts, to which their own conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts will accuse or perhaps excuse them. Okay. That's not what I was looking for. Okay. I think it's just written. But so when we understand, I just wanted because you talked about how he wrote it on the uh, uh, tablets, but right. it's also written in our mm -hmm. hearts. Right, right, right. Because the kingdom of heaven is within you. No, but there's a scripture that says. And then Daniel comes back, and when God is dealing with Daniel, the Bible 19. says that God used his finger and and begins to write on the wall. See, so he did it with Moses, and then he did it again with Daniel. So when you understand 
but it's written in our hearts. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just okay. I, I believe care. you. I believe you. It's there. <laughs> Just find it. But listen, let's work on, let's get our intimacy together right now. Mm. The Bible says, for as often as you do this, you put me in remembrance. As she's trying to find that scripture, let's let's go ahead and let's get whatever items that you will use for communion, cracker. Um, we've got oh, actual matzo bread here and, and we've got some water, you know, uh, you know, get you something, you know, as that will represent the body of Christ. OK, as bread and then the blood of Christ as a drink. And let's go to First Corinthians chapter 11. <laughs> and and proper time is not going to start till you find it. <laughs> but listen, the Bible says, Paul said, for as often as you do this, you put me in thank remembrance. Yes, God. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Even as we prepare for communion. Father, you said, ha, glory, <laughs> that, that when we repent, that you're faithful and just to forgive us. Father, right now, we repent of any sins of omission yes. and commission. And Father, we put everything up under the blood. Father, we get in right alignment. Father, I oh my God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against your people. Father, we come against condemnation. Father, we come against anything that would try to keep your sons and daughters you, in bondage. God. And Father, you said that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but you've given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So, Father, I thank you that as we take your communion this morning, thank we you, shall Jesus. be made yes. whole yes. in Jesus' yes. name. Now, Father, right yes. now, cover them with your blood. Father, you see the tears. Father, you see the heart. You see the intent of the heart. And, Father, right now, Father, wipe away. Make every. Ha glory, make the slate clean. Ha glory, wipe the slate clean, Jesus. And Father, right now we declare and decree, you will remember it no more. Father, you'll throw it as far as far as the east is from the west. West, Father, you'll throw it into the sea of forgetfulness. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that this day is the day of salvation. This day we can truly rejoice. Because we are up under, we are no longer up under the law, but we are up under the righteousness of God. Yes. And Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Yes, hallelujah. Now, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, you, took bread, yes. and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat. This is my yes. body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Come on, take the body of Christ. Thank you, Father. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. Now, because this was the time of Passover, they took four drinks. So let's take four drinks together. Cup of sanctification. Cup of salvation and healing. Cup of redemption. And cup of praise. Thank you, Jesus. 
and you're going to learn more about the Feast of Passover because next week I'm going to start teaching us about the time of Passover as we get ready for it to come. But listen, right now, even as he's stirring in your heart, the Bible says this, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. You have just become the righteous seed of God. Yes, you, you, you have just become the righteousness Thank of God. See, it, it has nothing to do of it, it has nothing to do with what you do. It yes. has everything to do with keeping your intimate relationship yes. intact with the Father. So, so from this point on, don't let anything taint the relationship. Ah, Amen. So, Father, right now, even as your sons and daughters get prepared yes. to worship you in giving. Yes. Father, you said, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. Come on, you can use the website, www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. You can use the Zelle and go from your account into the ministry account by using our Gmail at RestoredMinintl at gmail.com. Or you can sow a personal seed through Cash App at dollar sign Profit Bryant. But listen, sow a seed. Sow a seed into your new season, your new day, and your new creature in Christ right now. Amen. Did you find it? No. I, next week, I, I need to dive. I mean, I think I did, but I, I need to study it more. Mm. And we can mm. talk more about it. But just um, to let them know, in April... You'll be doing your class, right? I'll let them know when that class is going to happen. Okay. She she wants me to do it in April. I might start at the end of March, but let me see what the Lord wants me to do. Okay. <laughs> but listen, thank you so much. I know that Pastor Tanya had us go just a little bit over time. You know what? You just really need to quit. <laughs> You really need to quit. <laughs> but listen, don't miss next week. We're going to listen. You're going to start learning and understanding about the feast and celebrations of the Lord, which is which is the time. Listen, like in Genesis, he comes down to fellowship with you. So listen, thank you so much for joining us for the Hour of Power. We'll see you next week. God bless.